on today's episode of Making the Call. We've got a lot of great fantasy football content. We've got some NFL news. Odell Beckham signing with the Ravens. John Rahm has won the Masters. The Mavs season is over and the NBA is investigating them for apparently being the first team ever to tank in a season. It's just, it's a jam-packed episode. As far as fantasy content goes, we're going to be talking about the best stacks for the 2023 season, the best quarterback, wide receiver, slash tight end pairing that you're going to try and get on your team to try and win this year. Uh, we hit on that. And then the the prime segment, the entree of the episode, we've got the worst kind of fantasy league mates bracket. We've got 16 different traits, 16 different types of people that you maybe have played fantasy football with. Sometimes it's a combination of these traits. We've got them in a 16 uh, player bracket. We go through, we pick our winner. We fill it out live on the podcast. It's a great, great segment. It's a lot of fun. Um, that's just, that's the bulk of this episode. And I'm, I'm it's, trust me, I'm, I'm recording this intro after we've already re- done the episode and it was a blast. You're going to love it. You're not going to want to miss it. Before we get to the episode, got to tell you about a brand new sponsor we have here at Making the Call, and that is Liquid IV. So Liquid IV, you probably have heard of it. It is the best hydration resource out there. It's better than just water. In fact, one stick of Liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. You can go to liquidiv.com, use code MTC for 20% off your entire order uh, at checkout. They've got 12 delicious flavors. I was drinking the passion fruit hydration multiplier live on the on the podcast while we were recording because I just need a little more hydration to, to kind of end the day. Uh, but you can go try liquidiv.com, code MTC for 20% off at checkout. Also, make sure you go try Firegrounds Coffee. Use promo code MTC10. We love Firegrounds. Delicious coffee. Best way to start the day. Best, best thing to drink for a little midday pick-me-up. Um, we just, we love the coffee at Firegrounds. We love the hydration on liquid IV. You can go use promo code MTC10 for Firegrounds, 10% off promo code MTC at liquid IV for 20% off. All right. That's the show. I've got Austin, Alex, and Rosie with me this week, and it's all coming up right after this. All right. Welcome to this week's episode of making the call. I've got Rosie, Austin, and Alex was with me this week. And we're going to start off catching up on some sports stories. And then we've got two really fun and exciting fancy segments that I'm excited for. And then we're going to save kind of the the downer news for last. Uh, so if you're still with us by the end of the podcast, we will talk about the Dallas Mavericks and their <laughs> season being over and the league investigating them for apparently being the only team that has ever tanked ever before. Ever tank, yep. And the history of the NBA. So we're going to get all that at the end of the podcast. But before we get to that, Alex, John Rahm won John the Rahm. 2023 Masters. Cool, calm, and collective. Overall, pretty interesting final day, huh? Yeah, we uh, what? What was it like? Thirty holes total. We all watched. I mean, eight, nine hours of golf. It was a lot of golf. Could take two naps. I mean, honestly, it wasn't that crazy of a finish. John Rahm sort of Brooks sort of fell apart, and once John Rahm took a two-stroke lead on the ninth hole, I believe it was pretty much over. Brooks didn't really have it, and John Rahm did. I mean, what more can you really say? He just beat the field. Pretty yeah, annoying. it was. You mentioned naps. It was funny because I I took a nap because I just like when there's golf on TV on a Sunday afternoon, like those naps they just hit different. And mm-hmm. I took a nap, and Spieth was one under, and I woke up and he was seven. Oh under yeah, and like three back of the lead. And I was like, whoa, wait a second, what just happened? So seeing yeah. him and Phil surge on that final day was pretty cool to see. 
Still two. Spieth actually had the most birdies out of everyone on the field, but he had like the second or top five bogeys and top five double bogeys. So, you know, that's that's Jordan Spieth. Yeah, he's a roller coaster. I saw something that said because Spieth and Phil were in a were in a group together, right? And um, if you did like a like a best ball between the two of them, like if they were playing doubles and you just took you know their best hole each time, they shot a combined fifty four uh, <laughs> on that final <laughs> round. Like it was Jeez. just yeah, they were, they were definitely playing off each other, which is always fun to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, speaking of naps, I think we've uh, officially made Rosie go to sleep talking about the Masters. So Rosie, let's bring you back yes. in here. Odell Beckham finally signed with the Baltimore Ravens for one year, $18 million. Some Mari Cooper money. And Austin, you had a take that uh, then Colin Cowherd decided to copy. Do you want to, do you want to enlighten the listeners? Yeah. So this is the equivalent of having a baby to save the marriage. So this was this was Baltimore saying, "Hail Mary, let's sign OBJ to bring Lamar Jackson back to the table." And so, Colin Cowherd, you'll, my lawyers will be in touch soon. <laughs> we'll get our lawyer Craig on the on the case. Yes, Craig, get in there. Rosie, what did you think about this uh, Odell Beckham signing with the Ravens? Yeah, what what a big f you to Lamar Jackson. Yeah, we're not going to pay you, but we're going to pay this guy with two styrofoam kneecaps, $18 million, (laughs) 9 million per kneecap. That's what I heard. Prosthetics are expensive. I mean, (laughs) I don't, how is this guy getting more than like $3 million? I I don't really understand. He's not good anymore. He hasn't been for what? Five, six years. Well, he He flashed in that super bowl before he tore his ACL. He still has the big play in him, which is what they'd be paying. Well, no, we don't know Maybe that not anymore. Now. <laughs> well, no, not now, obviously. But, I mean, even in the last five, six years, I mean, he could still make top ten on any given day. I think he's kind mm. of like... As far as plays. I think the thing with Odell Beckham is, like, he can't be your number one anymore. And that's what they're assigning him to be in Baltimore, which I think is problematic. Like he thrived, like he did pretty well when he was with Los Angeles because they had Cooper Cup. Like they, right. they weren't asking him to be the number one guy, so he kind of got to you know match up against the lesser cornerbacks on the other team, and he could get separation and Sean McVay could scheme him open. But I feel like he's going to Baltimore to be their dude. I that's a that's a gamble I don't want to take. Well, I just I think mean, the whole team's falling apart. They got Bateman. Bateman's I would say Bateman's better than him right now. Yeah, I mean, it just really doesn't matter because they're not going to have a quarterback. Lamar is not going back there. So, so you don't make anything of the the social media. They were FaceTiming. Who was FaceTiming? Lamar and uh, right after they uh, announced it, they like posted on Instagram. They were FaceTiming. Lamar looked like freaking pumped. They had like the emoji where he's like peeking through his finger, like, "Oh, what's going on?" Oh my gosh. He's happy about it. Yes, I, this is a sports podcast. Well, okay. <laughs> okay, so let's get on the record here. Does this does this it, Odell Beckham Jr. signing does it change what you think is going to be the the resolution of the Lamar Jackson saga? Or if you thought he was leaving, he's still leaving and nothing has changed. I think he might stay on for the franchise tag year because I mean it's a one year deal with Odell. I mean, if he can't 
find what he's looking for and he wants to actually play with him for a year, I don't see why he wouldn't. That's yeah. a good point. I'm with you. That's Alex. fair. Okay, so you say that so Alex, you're saying that this might actually make it more likely Lamar stays than beforehand. Yeah, for at least one more year. Okay. Austin, would you agree? Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, the whole one-year deal thing, franchise tags, good money for him. So somebody's going to pay him. Okay. It's not going to be Baltimore. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I think he's gone after this year. But yeah. yeah. I mean, I think he, realize, he realizes that nobody wanted him. Which is weird, but yeah. Yeah. When he plays, he's statistically top five. Oh, yeah. It's just when he plays. So I still... The numbers are there, Rosie. There. Well, I'm with you. I think Lamar is awesome. Yeah. It's one of you know. I still think that the Lamar thing is going to get resolved after the draft. Like yeah. we talked about this a few weeks ago, and I still think after the draft this year, you're going to see a team step in and put an offer sheet in front of him and then basically make Baltimore either commit to paying that or... He's going to be playing for someone else. Should be funny because then Odell's stuck with like Tyler Huntley or whoever they draft. It's like, yeah, uh, all right. Which I've been hearing some rumblings that look out for Baltimore to potentially take a quarterback, which would be interesting to say the least. They need to go get like Duggan. They should get Carson Wentz. He's Duggan out there. I'm. I think, Maybe in like the fourth think, round, sure. Yeah, I, think the, I think people are stupid low on Duggan. I think Duggan's got potential. It's like twenty. Rosie, you mentioned, oh, you mentioned Carson Wentz. Not Bennett. Um, so did you all see the whole Rudy Gobert stuff going over to the NBA for a sec where he swung at his teammate Kyle Anderson and now he's suspended for the play-in game this week against oh, the Lakers? Rudy. So is it an official suspension? Yeah, the team yeah, suspended I saw that he for wasn't, the play-in game. Okay, I saw that he wasn't traveling. Yeah. That report um, may have broken later. I saw someone ask who the NFL equivalent is of Rudy Gobert, and someone said Carson Wentz. <laughs> and I thought, uh, that's pretty good. Like a guy who you used to think highly of, he's kind of fallen from grace, and every team he's been on, teammates haven't really liked him, been crazy about him. I was like, that kind of tracks. Hmm. So maybe Russell Wilson. I don't know. Russell Wilson or Carson Wentz. <laughs> yeah, except Rudy Gobert. Uh, yeah. Russell Wilson has had a better career than Rudy Gobert. I mean, Gobert has a handful of defensive player a year. And I mean, no he's titles. got some accolades. No titles. No titles. Russell Wilson has one. Yeah, that's one more than Rudy yeah. Gobert. Russell Wilson and doesn't even have an MVP vote. Facts. Gino does. <laughs> <laughs> Gina. Alex Alex loves anytime we mention that in the podcast. He's like, oh, this, you is, this is my it. bread and butter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. The ultimate 180. Anything else on the Odell Beckham stuff or any other NFL news? I'm just Man, really glad really. the Cowboys didn't end up with it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, looking million. way better now. Yeah. I mean, isn't Cooper isn't so like isn't Amari Cooper a free agent? Is he? I thought he had right one now? more. Year. Oh, does he have one yeah. more? Year? Yeah. Oh, I thought he. Had. I would think. I would think that'd be more newsworthy if he was. Probably has one more year. Give me a sec. Okay, if he only has one more year. Well, Amari I'm saying it's Cooper like... has. No, he has. Uh, I guess one more year because 
this current, the previous right. league year was 2023, right? Like they go off of when the Super Bowl was. Super Bowl so was. he's got one more year at $24 okay, million. Dollars and then, okay. yeah. That's a lot. Wow. Yeah. All right. I've just heard that comparison a lot. Like for a, like for 18 million, you could have gotten that kind of receiver. Yeah. I mean, somewhere else. Well, but I mean, Amari Cooper's, I just said what, 24 million. So he's a little bit more. A little more. And but he's significantly better than significantly. So you could have for eighteen million, you could have gotten much more. Yeah, as Trent would say, um, he got famous off of one catch, and it's hard to disagree with that. So mm. let's let's get to our fantasy football appetizer of the evening. The entree is coming up here in a little bit, but before we get to the bracket, we wanted to talk about some the best fantasy stacks for 2023. Um, so it could be a QB plus a wide receiver. could be a QB plus a tight end. Um, I think we can all think of the classic example here, but I've always kind of been a fan of this. I mean, a couple years ago, I won the eight and eight league because I had Dak Prescott, CD lamb and Ezekiel Elliott. And it was just a combined like 60 points each week from those three guys. Um, so I think stacks can be very valuable, but you've got to get the right ones. Um, you don't want to end up with, I don't know, try, I'm trying to think of a bad example. You don't want to get like, you know, Kyler Murray and Marquise Brown. And then you're sitting there looking like a fool because they're both hurt, which they get hurt every year. So does anyone want to do us the honors and just state the most obvious kind of best stack whether it's 2023, whether it's 2003, it seems like it doesn't matter because one of these guys just does not age. Goff and I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> Mahomes and Kelsey, it's listed one. I mean, until they're dethroned, yeah, it's them. Could any of these other ones, because I agree with you, I think it's Mahomes and Kelsey until you're proven wrong. Because it's yeah, like, I mean, Kelsey's getting a little older, but like I said, until he shows some signs of decline, we're going to go with them. I think there's one other like duo on this list that could maybe overthrow that Burrow Chase, and it's Burrow Chase. That's a nasty combo, it's yeah, filthy, and they're in their primes, so mm-hmm. could definitely I think see that's it. really the only one. Allen and Diggs, I mean, it cheeky. was fun while it lasted, <laughs> yeah. I think Diggs is sort of tight. This is his last year in Buffalo. So do you all think, okay, so you all think the Allen Diggs like stack dominance is over? Like you wouldn't be banking on that this year? No, no, it's not over. It's still probably top five. It's just, it's not at its It's five like it was. Yeah. A couple (laughs) years, like two years ago, it was probably one or two, but Mm -hmm. just. I think Diggs is not going out and getting like Diggs in Dynasty anymore, really. Right? No. Nah. So I think you said it's off. fifth. I kind of thought whenever I was writing down these stacks, I kind of thought there were three at the top that were in a tier of their own. And I thought it was Mahomes, Kelsey, Burrow, Chase, and Allen Diggs. And then I kind of had a second tier with the other with the other ones I have listed. So you think you're you're lower on the Allen Diggs combo, which is surprising considering that it's Josh Allen and it's and it's I honestly like the Kirk JJ combo and the Goff yeah. and Raw combo better. Than the, well, than the not the golf on one raw, just because I don't know what's going to happen when JMO is playing. Goff is going to look like a god next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
You like Kirk, JJ over Alan Diggs. Alan and Diggs. Yeah. I mean, it was better last year. So still, you think Kirk's going to be as good as he was last year? I think the defense in Minnesota is Is so god awful. No, it's not getting better. (laughs) So, Uh, so Kirk is going to have to throw a whole lot and he's going to be throwing a whole lot to Justin Jefferson. New coordinator. Yeah, I just think he's probably due for a little decline at this point. He's getting up there. Kirk? Kirk, yeah. Yeah, yeah JJ's like, like entering. One more year thing. JJ's like entering his prime though. Since sure Trent's is. not on the podcast, I feel safe in saying, "Yeah, let's just dump." I on think the Vikings. the Vikings might draft a quarterback. I think Trent wants. I think the Trent would agree with quarterback. you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think it's gonna Anthony be Hooker though. No, I don't think Hooker. Hooker. I mean, I would hate it. But whoever gets Hooker might get a steal. He's, it's he's Teddy Bridgewater right too. Teddy was good before he got hurt. I feel like Hooker's better with his legs than Teddy, though. He just tore his ACL, he's got a be- so I'm not sure. That's he's fair. got a way better arm. He's got a way better arm than Teddy, too. Swapping out Kirk Cousins for a Hooker is like the ultimate culture change. In the <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't, Hooker would definitely be like at least a year project. Teddy, all right, you know, for all of, Teddy Bridgewater is a Honda Civic. He was reliable. He's a 1997 from, Honda Civic at this he point. He get That's you not, yeah, so seven to eight wins. 97 Honda Civics are starting to break down. It's not going to turn the ball over too much. But there you for know. a little bit. The 97 Honda Civic will take you from Dallas to Waco, but it won't make the drive all the way to San Antonio. Right. Yeah, you're not getting to South Padre Island. No. Mm-mm. I can't go down and visit you down there in uh, down by the coast, Austin, with yeah. a Honda Civic. A good old six hours from now. Yeah. Okay, so... Mahomes, Kelsey, Burrow, Chase. Will we say those are kind of one A, one B? You can kind of take your flavor on, yeah, on the best one. But no, no other duo is surpassing either of those two. Do we agree there? Okay. Yeah. Um, a couple we haven't mentioned: Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown. Yeah. Do we think that's sustainable based on the success they had last year? If he, if he, if Hurts makes another jump as a passer, then yeah. Which I don't think he will. I'm I'm just not a Hurts guy as a really? passer. I really like what I saw in the Super Bowl. Like I think yeah. he gets a lot of flack for his passing game, but I I didn't see many problems with it. Like AJ Brown, one of the best receivers in the league, Hurts coming into his prime. I don't I s I don't see why they can't take a step forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I don't know. I'd like to see it one more year. And I don't know if it's Cowboys fan in me, but I I think I was going to ask about season Dak. this last year was more of a flash in the pan. Mm-hmm. But what were you going to say, Austin? But they got draft picks. <laughs> they do. They got draft picks. Draft picks. I mean, Kelsey's gotta, coming back. I mean, you're, you're not going to improve that offense. I was surprised you didn't throw the Dak CD in there for bait. And if I think was going to be on the podcast, I was going to list it one just to get the reaction. <laughs> It's probably you think better it should than be Goff listed. I'm really, I'm really, I'm disappointed. Yeah, Gino and TK, Dak and CD, you're probably the same level. It should be listed. Yeah, I'm really disappointed I, in your lack of Daniel Jones and Isaiah Hodgins. That's really what I'm disappointed. That's true. Who's Isaiah Hodgins. Are you sure it's not going to be Daniel Jones and Darren Waller? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Daniel Jones and everyone. If Darren Daniel Waller Jones is healthy. Sucks. Well, Honestly, I like. I like the mention of Dak and CD. I'll put Saquon them on there. is the best receiver on that team. So Daniel Jones sucks. I'm not getting off that ledge. 
Okay, Shut let's up, Alex. Okay, which uh, <laughs> which quarterback wide receiver stack do you think is going to produce the most fantasy points out of the, the NFC second East? tier? Oh, out of the, the NFC Cal- East, Dak and CD Hurts and AJ Brown. I think it's Hurts and AJ Brown. Daniel Jones mm-hmm. and the I guy, Dak- the, the Walmart greeter. Um, or Sam Howell and Terry McLaurin. Ooh, <laughs> Sam Howell, Terry McLaurin, easily. Sam uh, Howell and uh, uh, Jahan Dotson. Jahan Dotson. Ah, there he is. Ooh, Hudson's in the chat, and he said that Hertz and Brown are better than Burrow and Chase. Ooh, I don't think so. I Hudson. don't buy that. That's a massive That's bait. That That's, I think that honestly. Is What's he do? Let's invite him in. I want to hear this. That, <laughs> Put him on the phone. Put him up to the mic. <laughs> no, let's he needs to be our let's, tiebreaker. Yeah, let's call him. Yeah, Hudson, yeah, Hudson will you stick stay around on? for the bracket. You'll be the tiebreaker. Get him uh, on the uh, Firegrounds hotline. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Firegrounds. I like it. Now that's going to take some extra percentages from just to name the hotline out. <laughs> and some communication on there. Hey, airport. save it for the negotiating table, okay? <laughs> Um, are there any stats the that we line. didn't mention? <laughs> the IV line. Dude, don't spoil <laughs> it. Hold on. That's we haven't gotten there yet. Oh, oh. Actually, I'm going to mention it. I'm going to mention in the intro, but we'll do the, the first official read here in a few in The IV line. That's genius. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> that is really good. Um, are there any stacks we didn't mention? So we got Mahomes, Kelsey, Burrow, Chase, Allen Diggs. Hertz, AJ Brown, Kirk, JJ, Gotham, Monra, Gino, DK, Dax, CD. I mean, I g- can you do a wide receiver, wide receiver stack and just say, give me Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, and I don't care who the quarterback is? Maybe. <laughs> In theory, yeah, but it's it's too. Uh, I know, but too- like if we're just going like two teammates stack, like uh, just give okay, me, okay, just okay. give me the two Miami pass catchers, and I don't I don't want Tua. Just give me Waddle and and Hill, and I'm happy. Yeah, pure athlete stance. Are we yeah, going to do like Aaron Rodgers and Garrett Wilson? Oh, I kind of <laughs> like that though, actually. Yeah. See, Is that I, even going to happen, dude? Like, maybe it'll happen. They're talking about it. It's going to happen forever. So I There's, thought about yeah, that. Probably after the draft. Justin Fields and Chase Claypool. My reservation. <laughs> no, Justin Fields and DJ Moore. Come on. DJ Moore. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence and Calvin Ridley. That's ooh, that's an that's a spicy one. Would it be Calvin sleeper, Ridley or sleeper. would it be um, Christian Kirk? Christian Kirk. Yeah, I think uh, Calvin Ridley Kirk is fine, but not. Up. I mean, Calvin Ridley. See that, man. but that was kind of the reason why I didn't put Rodgers and Garrett Wilson on there. Is like I don't know who Rodgers is going to be throwing to. It's going to be Garrett Wilson. Are you sure it's not going to be Alan Lazard? Was it Alan Lazard last year? Yes. No. It was, was Christian like, Watson last year. Christian, it was no, Christian, Christian Watson. Watson I, in the no, no, second no, no, half no, no, no. of the year. Christian Watson. I had, I had Lazard last year. He was he wasn't a great fantasy receiver, but he was top twenty. Christian Watson was a better fantasy receiver than Lazard was last year. Christian Watson and got like six Watson. touchdowns on seven touches. Like that's exactly. And, and Garrett Wilson so, is like a billion times better than Christian Watson. Touchdowns so are think, so fluky, though. You can't like base. Uh I'm not, but I mean, look at what Lazard did. He didn't do much. Okay. Didn't really Watson okay. score some of his touchdowns rushing? Okay, he had one rushing touchdown. Yeah, like he had, let's see, against 
Dallas, he had four receptions for three touchdowns. Playmaker. <laughs> okay. Alan Lazard okay. was wide receiver number 35 last year. Watson was 41. What about... Here's an interesting... He got one. hurt, though. Ah, there we go. What There's about, the excuses. Where would y'all put where would y'all put like Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen? Yeah. I don't that know. That was another Keenan's one I left it. off because Keenan I Allen still was hurt last Herbert. year. Keenan Allen's always hurt. So Yeah, also Mike Williams had equal number of touchdowns and hundred more yards than Keenan Allen yep. last year. I mean yeah, if you're, I, they have if you're the Chargers, more, so whichever receiver is better at running bubble screens. Then I'll say the pair them with a, Justin Herbert. Chargers got a draft receiver this year. Yep. I think so. Josh Downs. I saw I saw a report today mm-hmm. that said that a lot of the NFL front offices are not as high on this wide receiver class as the media is. And the only one that they Last have first round grades on is Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yeah, is the media even high on this wide receiver class? No, I don't feel like they are. At I feel all. like yeah. a lot of the mo- I feel like a lot of the mocks are having Last like year's four was or five ridiculous. taken in the first round. Yeah. Then next year, you're going to have a good amount, probably. You want Marvin Harrison Jones Jr. or Marvin oh. Harrison Jr.? Ooh, Hudson know. just gave another one. Will Levis and Devontae Adams. Oh, I'd be so pumped. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's wish casting Hudson, but I like it. I like it. All right. Give me Do Sam we want to get to the main event? Oh, yeah. Sam Darnold and Brandon Ayuk and book it. all right when when we come back we're doing some more fantasy we are going to be doing the bracket of the worst kind of fantasy league mates we've got 16 different people you all know the type we've got a bracket we're going to figure out the champion the worst kind of fantasy league mate of them all and that's all coming up right after this but before we get to that rosie mentioned it earlier we've got a new sponsor here at making the call new sponsor and somebody is liquid IV Beep. liquid IV. So one of the things that I've always prioritized with my health and well-being is hydration. And the best way to step up your hydration game is with liquid IV. If you've been watching on the Twitch stream, you, you can see that as we've been recording this episode, I've just been slowly sipping this passion fruit flavored hydration multiplier from liquid IV. Not only has it been hydrating me, but it also tastes great. In fact, one stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. Liquid IV has three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks and comes in 12 delicious flavors. Go try Liquid IV today. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use promo code MTC at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code MTC at liquidiv.com. All right, we got the fantasy brackets all coming up right after this. All right, coming back, the main event, we've got a bracket. I know March Madness is over, but that doesn't mean that brackets have to be over. And this was kind of inspired um, from a, a prior episode of the Ryan Rosillo podcast where they they did a bracket of the worst type of dudes. And it was like <laughs> the guy who always is giving out stock tips, the guy who always roots against your bets. Like it was like, it was fantastic. And I thought, okay, I like that idea, but let's do the worst type of fantasy league mates the worst traits in a fantasy league mate so we've got a bracket of 16 we've got the one seeds in each region all the way down to four seeds we're going to go through first round all the way through the champion um we're going to start the way that you should always start brackets which is top left we're going to go down the left side then go top right 
work our way down the right side. You guys get the gist. We're not if you're watching. Here. If you're watching on Twitch or we haven't done a formal announcement about this, but if you go to the Making the Call YouTube, we'll upload the full video podcast for this week's episode and you can watch along there as well. Just search Making the Call on YouTube. Uh, we'll put a link in the show notes to that as well. So it'll be nice and easy for you to find that and subscribe. Uh, but we'll have that up. But if you're watching on Twitch, you'll see it as we go through this. Um, we'll use the Twitch chat as a potential tiebreaker because there's only four of us here. I wanted to give the disclaimer. Sorry, I'm getting all this out before we get started. Um, Trent is not affiliated with this segment in any way. Um, he did not come up with any of these traits. None of these were inspired by inputs from him. So if you think any of these traits are about you, Come talk to one of the four of us. Come talk to me, Rosie, Austin, or Alex. Trent has nothing to hey, do with it. Hey, it probably is. No, 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 no. Isn't Just it don't get your feelings hurt, okay? Yeah. Let's all be big boys. What is it at? Like no. the end credits, they're like, all characters in this film are fictional. Any resemblance or anything like that is exactly. really coincidental. Like all No league mates were bracket. harmed in the making of this bracket. This is so, all just fun and games. We're having fun. Unless you're the worst of the worst that we voted. Trent about. wanted me to say that. Yeah, He's not involved should. with this. He, he's not putting his name on this bracket. It's the four of us. All right, let's do this. Top left. Um, we'll go big screen on the on the stream here. We've got the one seed, the used car salesman. This is the guy. We all know the type. Makes a paragraph-long pitch for the fourth wide receiver on his roster and why you'd be crazy not to trade for him. This is the guy who he sends you a trade, and you're like, ah, I'm not feeling that. He's like, no, no, no. Let me tell you about this guy. I, I heard from sources that he's about to move up the depth chart and you like you got to trade for him now before it's too late. He's just always making the pitch. And he never tells you what the sources are. Exactly. Like, just I trust just me, bro. Trust me. Just, just ignore him. Yeah. So we got that as the one seed going up against the four seed, which we are calling this the BFF. Uh, Rosie, you want to explain this one? Yeah, this one is the guy that only trades with his best friend, in the league. He doesn't trade with anyone else. And usually it's a pretty crappy trade, usually in favor of the guy he's trading with. So the, the, he shows favoritism. He's not, he's not surveying the entire league. He's only looking at the, at his, at his buddy. That's so used car salesman versus BFFs. we got a one seed versus four seed. We want to just decide and then yeah, let's, go down. Okay. Yeah. 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 We're picking cool. the matchup. I'm going to go with the used car salesman because those messages, those conversations are usually a lot longer and they annoy me. So yeah. Point for it's used the, car salesman. It's the guy who's like trying to get your second round pick for Cedric Wilson. And you're like, dude, just leave me alone. He's like, no man, Cedric Wilson is going to have a breakout year. Trust me. Like you, this is a fair trade. I'm, I'm doing you a favor. Gets hurt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going with the used car salesman too. So All right, two. me too. Me three, okay. me four. Yep. All right, clean sweep for the used car salesman. Don't be the BFF guy, but really don't be the used car salesman. Yeah. Please. Perfect. All right, so then we got the two seed. We're calling this the Dwight Schrute, and I got a sound effect for this. See if this will help you figure out what we're talking about. Three, two, one. Can five, I think about four, three, two. Three. Now, now, now. Say it. Do it now. Do it now. Do it. Shake my hand. You will sell me this car. Shake my hand. All right. This is the guy who will not take no for an answer. Classic. He sends you a trade. You're like, no, man. And then he's like, okay, but what about this? And you're like, no. Counter. No. It's like. Counter. 
nope. you've got Justin Jefferson and you know, I had Justin Jefferson in the eight and eight league and Trent would send me a, a trade like on a weekly basis. Not actually, but I knew he really wanted Justin Jefferson. It wasn't that bad, but I'm like, no, I'm not trading him. So Hey, tell everybody, tell everybody, how traded they, him. How, tell everybody how that worked out. I ended up trading him. Beach White works. White ended up getting the car. So this is true. It worked. No, he actually didn't. He didn't send me that many requests for him, but I knew that he wanted. It was like before I traded yeah, for CD Lamb in that league, I was peppering the guy who has CD Lamb with trades constantly. Like I was this, I was Dwight Schrute for CD Lamb. So we have that as a two seed going up against the three seed, which we are calling needs a Snickers. This is the guy who is never satisfied with a trade. You you send him a trade. You guys discuss terms. You're about ready to accept, and he's like. Oh, hey, throw in a fourth round pick too. He's always countering for one more asset. And you're like, dude, this 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 oh was a done deal. God. Just just accept it and move on. He's never satisfied. I really um, want to say a name, but I'm not going to. Nope. Don't do it. Don't That's do the it. Rules. Yeah. Is it me? Is it me, Jesus? No, no, it's not you. I would have <laughs> said it if it was you. Um, so we have the two seed Dwight Schrute versus Here the three seed needs a Snickers. Who are it's we going with? Three seed. I deal with that guy too much. Yeah, I've seen more need a Snickers guy. See, to me, like it it rates like so. Whenever I try and trade with this person, which one annoys me the most? And for me, it's like so. I eventually traded Drake London, but like for yeah, I was was an idiot. I was going for the win. I was going for the win. Why don't you tell them the full the full details of that trade? No, no, puke on camera. (laughs) Was it Chubb and Adams for Olave in London? It yeah. sure was. Gosh, <laughs> I was oh. trying to. I was trying to, you know. And if if the championship now mode. had been, yeah, yeah, if I was in win now mode, and if if and if it was the next week, I would have won the league. But it is what it is. Um, yeah, I'm actually gonna go with the Dwight Schrute because I've the the notifications mm. that you get from Dwight Schrute are progressively later and later in the night when I'm trying to go to bed. And they still want to talk about the trade for that guy. So it annoys me. That's when you get the sleep. Button. All right. So that's two for Snickers and one for Dwight Schrute. I'll go with Snickers here. Let's have our first upset of the of the bracket. Three seed upsetting a two seed. It's madness. Whoa. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is April, as they say. This is April. Um, going back down to the bottom region, we've got the one seed, the trade calculator. This is the guy who Constantly sends you four quarters for a dollar trade where he goes on. He Googles dynasty trade calculator, clicks on the first link and he figures out how many of his bench players he could put in the trade that would equal the same amount of points as Justin Jefferson. And then he sends you the trade and he's flabbergasted when you decline it. We all, we've all dealt with this before. I've been that guy. (laughs) I mean, it, yeah, it, it can get worse than that though. What I hate about the trade calculator guy is you're vibing and you're getting this trade. You're like a couple more, you know, tweaks away from getting it done. And then they go, oh, actually, I just pulled up the trade calculator and I want more. (laughs) (laughs) You're just like, goodbye. Yep. So this one has multiple meanings. So trade calculator versus the four seed Brexit. Austin, you want to explain this one? Brexit. So it's the end of the league year. And there's this one guy who's just 
ticked off. And he's just like, you guys are doing this and that, and this league is stupid, and I'm going to leave. And he threatens to leave every year. Sometimes he'll leave and come back. But, I mean, it's just, it's always a fight with this guy. And you're like, oh, here we go again. So that's the Brexit guy. These should both be one seeds. <laughs> Tough is the Brexit, matchup. Is the Brexit underseeded here? <laughs> I think Brexit is think so. a mass, massive, massively underseeded. Okay, well, it's either it's either going to face the trade calculator now, or it's going to face it in the next round if we were to change the seed. So it's just kind of delaying the inevitable, you know. Yeah. Um. Alex, any thoughts? Trade calculator or Brexit? I mean, which one of these do you? Are you most annoyed with to deal with in a fantasy league? Mm, I'll go with the upset. I'll go with Brexit just because that guy could really just screw up the whole league because he wants to leave and <laughs> then you got to find somebody else. It's just a big hassle. You tell Hudson to stop naming names in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. So we have a vote for Brexit. I'm going to go for Brexit too because that annoys me. See if your if your leagues are set up right though, you're not gonna deal with uh, a lot of Brexit people. You were a Brexit person. <laughs> <laughs> well, my thing is like if they leave, it's like it's Rosie annoying, was that but guy. You get someone to replace them and you move He's on. He's back. Exactly. Exactly. He's back. He's back. Yeah, I'm I'm back in the league. <laughs> are you going with so what are you going with, Rosie? I'm going trade calculator, dude. I, I deal with these Okay. I'm going with way too much. Trade calculator too. So Hudson, you're in the chat. We need the tiebreaker. Trade calculator versus Brexit. Um, we'll move on while the the delay. I just I don't know. I think the trade calculator like it just it encompasses. I feel Especially like we've all that done it. first year. That first Personally, year. In the eight and eight I've never really dealt with somebody with the trade calculator lately. It's ever trade since calculator we calculator. It is. Oh, Dang, we got Hudson. the vote from Hudson. Brexit put up a fight. Ah, I mean, yeah. I've done it. Like, I remember when I first discovered throws. it, I Damn. was constantly going in there, be like, "Okay, how could I trade for so and so?" Okay, I need to include. I these, would text these. you to calculate things for me. Yep. That's true. Because <laughs> you knew I worked at TI, up, and you're like, "Hey, he makes calculators. He got this." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. The two seed. We're calling this one Interstellar. Um, I was gonna call it. Those aren't mountains; they're waves. But it was too much to fit in the little block on the bracket. This is a guy who uses up all of his time in a four-hour rookie draft where you get four hours per pick. And we call oh. it Interstellar because it's like the they go down on the planet with the waves and they come <laughs> back up and they see the guy who stayed up with the ship and he's aged like 30 years. And he's like, I thought you'd never return. It's like you're sitting there, you're watching, you go into the draft room and you're watching the clock tick, and you're like, oh, and you're waiting for that little green circle next to his name to show that he's in the room, and you're like, he's never going to come in. Or worse, he is in the room, and he says <laughs> the words, if anyone wants to trade for this pick, let me know. <laughs> uh, is this a bad time to mention that I've never seen Interstellar? You've never seen Interstellar? It's great on movie. my Certified list. rosy, great movie. I love Nolan. You're going to cry. But yeah, no, it's just I haven't gotten around to it, dude. Inception is awesome like my favorite movie of all too. time, so I've heard it's in the same vibe. Never watched Inception, Austin. You've oh, got whoa. homework. Inception is the Inception. Goat. Yeah, for me, it goes. I don't want to get better than Inception. I don't oh, no. want to be confused, man. 
Like every time I'm about to click play, I'm like, I don't know, man. I really don't know. Dude, I'm too high for this. <laughs> so like Tenet, Tenet was too confusing for me as far as like. I never Tenet saw movie. Tenet. Tenet was really good. It was like Inception, but like on confusion steroids. It was like Inception <laughs> on LSD. Well, Austin, you have homework. You have to watch Inception by no, 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 Interstellar. No, he has to watch Interstellar. Or Interstellar. You have to watch Interstellar by by the draft, by April 27th. We're going to recap Interstellar? You got 17 days. We should debate Christopher Nolan movies. That's what we should do. That should be a segment. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah, Great that director. can be an off-season uh well, Great we're in the offseason. Yeah. We are in the offseason. Um, <laughs> so we've got two-seed interstellar going up against the three-seed, the eraser. This is a guy who sends a trade and then immediately rescinds it. And then it's usually before you even get a chance to look at it. And so you've got the little sleeper notification that says, so-and-so proposed a trade with you. And then you go in and it's all empty. And you're like, It's usually before you? you wake up. Yeah, it's usually late at night. Yeah. But no, I, I get that guy, though, because... Everybody regrets yeah, their decisions. This guy sometimes. shouldn't have made the bracket. It's really not that annoying. He sent you the trade request while he was drunk. And then he sobered up and he was like, this is not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, he had a second thought. It happened. He said, he said Devontae I've Adams and Nick Chubb for Chris Olave and Drake London? I would never. <laughs> yeah, I would never. <laughs> this hey, guy has commitment issues. So, All right. So we are we moving Interstellar on in this case then? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's a, that a, did suck. That Interstellar did has finals potential here. Oh yeah. Mm. The, oh, if, all right. If Ivan, the left side of the bracket is stacked. I feel like go. for the most part, we did pretty good with this. I'm ready. So I'm curious to see how it shakes out. I'm ready to. All right, going over to the top right side of the bracket, we've got the one seed, the pawn shop guy. This is the guy who overval who values his players way too high, or he doesn't understand the value of a draft pick. His just his valuations are way off. Like he just you can't you can't really trade with him. Because you try to trade for Christian Kirk and he's like, okay, well, the starting price is 1.05 Cooper Cup, and then we can talk. And you're like, dude, come on, be reasonable. So he's a pawn shop guy. Any other uh, any other thoughts or comments on on this seed? You can get some really good deals on the pawn shop guy if if you're just persistent, because he's gonna slip up. He's gonna he's trade like, you. If he's Chum Lee instead of Rick. <laughs> Then, <laughs> then you can take right. advantage. He's just a little bored. Like, All right, let's make a deal. <laughs> let's make a deal. <laughs> Best I can do is five dollars. I like All it. Right. Um, so we have that as a one seed going against a four seed. Work smarter, not harder. This is a guy who wants you to do the trades for him. Oh, he I asks guess. you what your price is without actually sending you a trade first. He's like, hey. What uh? How do you value Devontae Adams? And then he wants you to figure out all the terms. And it's like, no, dude, send me a trade for Devontae Adams, and then let's talk. So all right. In their defense, we mean well. <laughs> like we want to be active. We just don't want to think about it. So this is Austin. Yeah. <laughs> I literally told somebody to work smarter, not harder today. So. Yeah, Austin will be like, so let's say I wanted to trade for Lamar Jackson. Like, what would it take to get him? I'm going to call it like big brain. This is the big brain. Well, and then they take it one step further. Like you, you're like, okay, fine. I'll do the work. I'll, you know, get the terms ready. And they're like, that's ridiculous. (laughs) That's trash. Like, okay, well then send me something, please. Yeah. (laughs) 
contribute to this group project a little bit. Don't just slap your name on it and collect your A, okay? Um, all right, so one seed pawn shop guy versus work smarter, not harder. Who are we taking? Work smarter, not harder. I, I can't I can't deal with them. Pawn shop. Mm, go you go first, Andrew. I'm going pawn shop because when a guy doesn't know how to value his players, it's like you can't you can't get anything done. Yeah, I'll lean pawn shop. I want I would number four seed. It's a good uh, it's a good seed, but you know, pawn shop just by the nose. Good game, we, good game. We have nailed we've nailed these guys. Did good. We've only had one upset, and it was a three versus two, so not even an upset. Oh, here's um, another three right. versus two. Two seed, calling this a DiCaprio. This is the guy who overrates age. He just wants all the young young players. That's once me. they hit twenty five, he says, yep. "No, see you later." Too old. <laughs> That's all my running backs right now. 24, 24 year old running back is the new senior. <laughs> As in AARP, not yeah. College. So we got. I feel like you run into this a lot more in Dynasty because I think people tend to overrate. I think people young tend to guys. overrate like the youngins. Yeah. Where they're like, well, I, if I'm going to have this guy for the next decade, it's like, well, can you worry about like the next couple <laughs> years first, buddy? Jeez. A decade in a fantasy league. Wow. Yeah. So we have that. And then we have the three seed mission impossible, which we're calling this. This is just the guy. It, it can mean a whole lot of different things. He's just impossible to trade with for whatever reason. You just you go on to you go on to sleeper and you click on trade and you know it shows all the different rosters in your league. You just skip over his name every single time. You don't even bother looking at who he has. You're like, I'm not even gonna attempt to trade with him. It's and they'll not- be the guy that like is active in the way that they put guys on the trade block, but then it's you like- send them something and it's just no counter, no nothing, just deny. Well, yeah, that's me. That's me. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of me too. All right. I feel like countering. So going back to the bracket. So we've got Mission Impossible versus the DiCaprio. Give me, Tom, give me Tom Cruise here. Yeah. Two for Tom Cruise. I'll go DiCaprio. Boom, 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 boom. boom I'll go boom, with boom. I'll go with Tom Cruise here. Yeah. Another upset. The two seeds are fraudulent this in this bracket. Whoa. All right. Just call them the Vikings. Moving on to the bottom region, still in the first round. We've got the one seed, the ghost. This is the guy who you're not even sure if they even have the app downloaded on their phone. Uh, <laughs> they rarely set their lineups. They never respond to trades. They're never in the chat. They're just Corey. We can name Corey. They're never there. Um, <laughs> He's done it going up against anymore. the four seed. Hey, if I had Corey's team, though. <laughs> <laughs> Corey's a soccer fan. We'll give him a break. <laughs> Um, going up against the four seed, we're calling this I'm just lucky or I'm just unlucky. Uh, it's a guy who's constantly complaining about the points against each week for his team. He's like, well, man, I, w- I would have won if, if Jamar chased didn't catch those three touchdowns. It's like, dude, that's, that's how fancy goes, man. He's the biggest advocate for the two point system. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Which, hey, we got that pass in eight and eight. How about we that? Did. I'm excited. Um, he's just, he's always, he's always complaining about how, how the other team did against him. Um, 
And I think on the flip side, he's also always complaining about like his players laying an egg. He's like, well, I didn't expect Joe Mixon to get 18 yards. It's 18 like, yard. what? I don't know what to tell you, big guy. Christian Watson had two touchdowns and he was on my taxi squad. <laughs> exactly. That was me. That's a good one. <laughs> um, all right. The ghost versus I'm just unlucky. It's the ghost. It's the ghost. It's the ghost. Yeah. Just yeah. book ghost him to the. F- just move him all the way over. <laughs> yeah, it's the ghost. Can't deal with that guy. Literally. All right, then we have the two seed. We're calling this the feeler. Um, this is the guy who just sends crappy trade offers and says, "Hey, man, I was just sending out a feeler." It's like you're just gauging your interest. He's like, "Could I interest you in a Stefan Diggs for?" Noah Brown trade, and you're like, are you out of your mind? You're like, hey, 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 man, I'm just sending out a feeler. No so is this guy, is this guy a step above or below the work smarter, not harder guy? I know they're not matched up, and they probably won't be. So, I think he's worse because it's like insulting. Like he'll send you a trade, and it'll be like, I don't know. But at least he sent. But at least he sent one. Yeah, but it's not even like a framework you can work off of. Like I'd almost, I'd almost rather have a guy be like, "Hey, how do you, how you know, how do you value?" Lamar? So, would you rather somebody just punch the heart next to the player's name and say they're interested in them than like send you a feeler? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at least make a trade that you know, if you were in my shoes, you could see you accepting. Agreed. It has to be at least on the horizon. It's got to be ballpark. Yeah, these are the trades that aren't even like in the same stratosphere. Or at least it's got to at least be in the parking lot. Like they're sending you like, especially in light of recent news, they're sending you like Joe Mixon for Brees Hall. And you're like, (laughs) dude, get out of here. What are you doing? So I heard Joe Mixon lights up the stat sheet. (laughs) All right. Um, So we have that as a feeler versus the three seed, the fire sale. It's just he's constantly putting his entire roster on the trade block. <laughs> you see that notification and, it's and you the think it's a trade. <laughs> and it's just another trade block. Well, and you see that notification and you know there's going to be 13 more to follow. Because right he's just going start, through and tapping all the buttons. Right after the start of the league year, I just remember we got, you remember that day? We got like When 50, everyone did it? Everybody did it at the same <laughs> yes. time. Yes. <laughs> it was the worst. Yeah. Um, so we have that as a three seed. So what do we think? We've got the two seed fueler versus three seed fire sale. This is the weakest matchup we've had. Yeah, so I don't know. The ghost is winning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with the feeler here. I just I think it's so obnoxious when I get those trade requests. Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. I'm gonna we'll give fire it. sale the the token vote just because the dings are annoying. That's facts. Okay. So all four one seeds advance, two two seeds and two three seeds. So going back up to the top left, we've got the one seed used car salesman versus three seed Nita Snickers. Just to uh, refresh your memory, used car salesman is a guy who's just, he's making a pitch on everything. He just gives you the paragraph for the fourth wide receiver on his roster versus needs a snicker. He's never satisfied with the trade. He always wants to add one more piece at the 11th hour. It's like, who just hit accept? It's good enough. You don't need the 2025 fourth round pick. I promise you. It's fine. Uh, what do we think? Used car salesman versus needs a, needs a Snickers. 
I, I can deal with a guy wanting another fourth just to get a trade done. Because at least a trade's getting done. Yeah. So you say used car salesman's worse? Yeah. Because I'm not trading with that guy. I, I don't like talking to him. <laughs> I don't want to be his friend. <laughs> yeah, Rosie, I'm with you. Let's go use car. If I see him on the street, it's on site. Moving it's forward. On, it's on site. Say, ooh, it's on site. What do you think, Alex? Used car salesman. Yeah. Ski up. All right. Let's go down to the bottom region. We've got the one seed trade calculator. You said bottom region. <laughs> Bikini bottom. <laughs> um, one seed trade calculator versus the two seed interstellar trade calculator is a guy who constantly sends you the four quarters for a dollar. He just gets all those crappy pieces, puts them in a trade calculator, figures out how many points they equal to get, you know, Cooper cup and then sends you the trade. Versus Interstellar, the guy who takes his entire four hours and the slow mo rookie so, draft. So the trade calculator guy, you can just tell no and put on like do not disturb. <laughs> the Interstellar guy, you are at his complete and utter mercy. You only gotta deal with him once a year, though. You gotta deal with the trade calculator guy, but you have to deal with him long. for a total of sixteen hours in the draft. Just do something else. I don't know. I think I think the Interstellar is worse. Get a life. This is a heavyweight matchup. It is. And I think that's a fair point. And keep in mind, this is a heavyweight matchup after we already lost Brexit in the first round. I think this was like the region of death. Like this one had all the all the heavyweights. Um, All the blue bloods were in here. All the blue bloods. The Interstellar guy, though, like, you know how frustrating it is when you're doing the rookie draft? And let's say, let's say the guy has like the sixth pick and he finally picks and then like picks seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, one, two, three, four, five, like all happen back to back to back. Like everyone is like locked and loaded. They've got their queue set and they just make their drafts to try and get like to try and get to the other side of the snake so that he, the guy who's holding up the draft can pick again and then we can keep it moving. And then they, they do all their work. They get all their picks done immediately. And then he sits for another four hours and you're like, you're kidding me guy. Like, it's it's so <laughs> defeating. There is a special place <laughs> in hell for this you individual. Know, what? Because I've been in drafts like that where like I'm texting with the other guys it who are gonna be after him. What is not naming names, but like it you're happened. texting you're texting with the other guys who are after him and you're like, Hey man, just want to make sure you're ready to go as soon as he drafts so that we can keep this thing moving. And then you knock out like ten picks in thirty seconds and then he's already out. He's already gone. And you're and, like, oh my gosh. And what is, I made a pick on a plane as soon as we touched down. <laughs> and this guy doesn't even have the courtesy. Like he's just on his couch. Yeah. Come on. Guy. So I, I, I really, I thought the trade calculator was strong, but I think I got to go interstellar. It's the worst. I got to go trade calculator. That dude sucks to deal with. I'm going interstellar. Yes. All right. The upset, baby. Dang it. I'm in a, I'm in a draft with Hudson and he's got like four first round picks and three second round picks. And he just said, he's going to do that with all of his picks this year. All 15. So I'm, I'm not excited about these Hudson. How bad did your team suck for you to get 15 picks? Yeah. Get wrecked. (laughs) 
All right, so Interstellar moves on, going to the top right. We've got the one-seed pawn shop guy versus three-seed Mission Impossible. Pawn shop is, he just, he doesn't know how to value players, doesn't know how to value draft picks. It's just, it's brutal trying to trade with him. Whereas Mission Impossible, you just know you can't trade with him. This is the same guy. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. So pawn shop... Number three is all encompassing, including pawn shop. So just impossible to trade with as a whole, I feel like should move forward. Okay. But I think I'm going to go to number three here. I think Alex. I'm going to pick another upset. All right. What are we? Pawn shop or. Alex, like, let me re engage here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go Mission Impossible with the upset. All right. Ooh. Two for Mission Impossible. Yeah, I'll go Mission Impossible also. It's a clean Whoa. sweep then. My Ooh. goodness. Three seed Whoa. going to the final four. Cinderella story. All right. All right. Easy. One seed, the ghost yes. versus two seed, the fueler. <laughs> it's the ghost. I mean, what it's are we doing? Ghost. Just go ahead and put the ghost. You were in, in a league for a reason. Moving on. Like, why are you even paying the league dues every year? That's what this is the one where it's really hard to not name names. Nope, don't do it. <laughs> He's not listening. <laughs> I'll just say this. If we're doing this, if we're doing <laughs> that, that was funny, Rosie. <laughs> um, He's not. <laughs> if we're doing this bracket he and you're listening to it <laughs> and you're like, is this about me? Maybe just look for some ways to improve over the next year. I mean, it's, it's not personal. life is all about, you know, trying to improve and be a better person. If you feel this conviction in your heart and you think, is this the Holy Spirit? It is. And, and also, you if change. you have been personally affected by any of these individuals, you might be entitled to financial compensation. Hey. Um, hey, mesothelioma right. is not a joke, Andrew. Hey, you said it, not me. <laughs> Final four. We got the one seed used car salesman versus the two seed interstellar. I just, I don't even know where to go with this. So the used car salesman is another version of... Of the trade calculator guy. Because they both... Not really. He's looking for deals, though. Because the used car salesman will also do the inverse, right? Like, he'll try and get... I don't know. He'll try and get... I'm trying to think of like a, a nice young player. Like Javante Williams from you. And he'll send you some like low ball offer for Javante Williams. And you're like, no, man, I'm, I'm really high on him. You're That's not going to fly. He's like, dude, you don't want Javante Williams. He's coming off an injury. He's been handcuffed his whole career. Like, you no, I'm doing you a favor by trading, by taking Javante Williams off your hands. So it's not just him trying to sell his guys. It's him trying to like convince you to make a bad trade for one of your prime players. Like, I think it's both. That's true. So you have that versus Interstellar. We've already explained that one. Um. I just really hate the interstellar guy. I do too, but I just, I think this is the Gonzaga side of the bracket. The Baylor side of the bracket (laughs) is gonna, (laughs) gonna just shellac this. Well, I don't know. We have the ghost on the other side. I mean, that's that's so this is the, this is impossible. (laughs) This is the Gonzaga side. That's the one we're talking about. I'm saying Interstellar. Baylor killed Gonzaga. 
I can deal with the car salesman. At least he's trying. I don't know. Yeah, I sort of agree with Rosie. Like, you can just decline the car salesman. Interstellar might be a little bit more annoying. Yeah, you have no power over the Interstellar guy. Okay, so we have three for Interstellar? I think so. All right, well, I was going to go use car salesman. So there you go. All right, other side of the bracket. Three-seed Mission Impossible versus one-seed The Ghost. I, I think it's The Ghost. It is. Can, can I pitch Mission Impossible, then? Sure, please, Great make movie. the case. Great make the case. Because at least with The Ghost, you can maybe eventually get him out of the league. You can be like, hey, man, do you do you actually want to like be here? With Mission Impossible guy, you know that he is active. You know that he is putting guys on the trade block. But it's just not going to happen. And you, you're never going to know why. Hmm. That's fair. That's, yeah, that's a good... The Mission Impossible guy might end up being the Brexit guy, though. Like, he has that type of personality where he could take himself out. I, I've been in a few leagues where there is no inkling of this guy leaving. He will pay his dues. He will just never make a trade. That's a good point. Cause you're right. I mean it, the ghost, like one of the more frustrating parts is like, he won't set his lineup. And usually if a guy doesn't do that, then you end up kicking him out after the end of the year. So what about the ghost that sets his lineup and that's it though? I don't know if he's truly a ghost. I think he's just kind of in purgatory, you know, like he, <laughs> like a he's ghost. Not, he's not fully into the supernatural world. Don't go Catholic on me, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I would never. Don't you worry. He's like Davy Jones locker. That's where he's at. Yeah. Um, speaking of good movies. So I can't, this is like picking between your kids. Like the I can't pick. Three. Between Mission Impossible and the Ghost, you don't have kids. There are days that you can pick. It's like picking between your least favorite kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Annie, come here. Disclaimer: I love my kids <laughs> equally. I need to say that publicly. I'm. I think I'm going with Mission Impossible. Did I, did I sway you? I think you did. I think we should make Hudson pick. So I'm going Ghost. Yeah, I'm ghost too, so two to two. All right, Hudson. Hudson, this is for a spot in the finals, dude. Hudson. Mission Impossible versus the ghost. Is Hudson still watching? I think he is. He's been pretty but dedicated. Always, there's always chat. like a little bit of a delay on Twitch. So I, I'm curious who he's going to pick because, I mean, I was I was like hellbent on picking the ghost and then Rosie made his his case and I was like, Oh, shoot. He's got a point. You did a very good job of presenting. Thank you. Rosie. Making the call debates coming up. Did you guys know that I went to state for debate in high school? Did not know that. No. Be prepared to. Oh, we got it. We have someone. Okay. We have someone new in in the Twitch asked who is Mission Mission Impossible representing. So Mission Impossible is a guy who it's just impossible to trade with him. 
Like you can never get like, it's just, it's immediate rejection or the trade sits out there. It's just, when you go through your, your different league mates to try and, you know, send a trade to, you just skip over his name. It's like, it's never going to work. Like they're just impossible. Um, the ghost is the person who's just inactive. They're just never there. They hardly set their lineups. Um, he has spoken. The ghost is it. The ghost. The ghost. The ghost, All right, the ghost is moving on. Thank you, Twitch chat. Yeah, thank you. Be sure I to follow sp- the channel. I thank you. Um, all right, so we have the ghost versus Interstellar. These so could I be just, the same guy. Sometimes oh, that's it is. Austin Hennessy. What's up, dude? Hey, what's up, Austin? Love you, man. Um, Hope you're doing well. Okay, so yeah, ghost is inactive. Interstellar. It's just we've 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 hammered it home many times, but it's just you're sitting there in that four hour rookie draft, and he's taken all four hours. Um, I got a life. I can deal with that. Yeah, you, know, you said to the side, it'll be fine. I'm going with the ghost. It's the ghost. I think because the ghost can also be this guy. It's like the same reason Mission Impossible moved on for the pawn shop in front of the pawn shop guy. Okay. I You were like Team Man. Ghost up until this point and then you have just 180. <laughs> well, ever since Rosie made the point that the ghost you can just kick out of the league, I'm like, well, that just solves your problem. Like here's the thing with the Interstellar guy is like he's really frustrating. And then you go through the whole league and you're not going to kick him out for being slow in the draft. But you're going to have to deal with that year after year after year. And it's like, okay, we know that this is just like, this is a a giant X on the draft. Here's the thing though, Andrew, we've all been the interstellar guy. Come on. We've all been the guy who slept in a little too late or is at work or whatever. I was on the tarmac and I made picks. (laughs) People are like messaging, like hurry up and make a pick. Don't you put that juju on me. I don't think I've ever taken longer than 30 minutes to make a pick. And it was because I was in like a work meeting. Fact check. Somebody go look. I wish I wish Sleeper posted the average time to draft after each draft. Like that would be fantastic. But they don't do that. We got to suggest that in our board meeting. Hey, uh, call our guy. (laughs) Tell him (laughs) him to put Sleeper squads back the way that it was. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, my gosh. Um. I think I'm going with the ghost. I'm going with Interstellar. It's the ghost. The ghost it is. The ghost is it. The all right, ghost. the ghost is the winner. The what? worst league mate is oh, the one who's man. not a league mate at all. Wait, hold on. Alex, what are you doing? Uh, technical difficulties over here. Okay. All right. Well, this didn't look like technical difficulties. It looked like you closed your laptop screen for something and then you put it back up. Alex said, this bracket is stupid. I'm done. And just close his computer. Why don't you tell us the truth, Alex? What happened? I was ghosting you guys. That's what was happening. (laughs) 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 Nice. Ooh, Austin Hennessy does say it's interstellar for him. Yeah. We'll post this bracket. Let us know. What what you would have done differently was a was a team you know not seated properly. Is there su- is there a trait here that was left off that you're like, oh this was like, you know it was the first four out and you're like oh what a snub on the bracket this year. 
you know, this this person's going to have a chip on their shoulder next year. If Brexit was in the top right, I feel like it would have made it to the final four. You think so? Over Mission or, Impossible? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. But well, be sure to post post the descriptions in them. Yeah, yeah, we will. Post bracket too. But they were yeah. my Arizona. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rosie was funny. riding so high, and then the second we said something, his his possible points remaining. <laughs> Arizona loses to Princeton. <laughs> All right, let's end that segment there. Um, when we come back, Austin, Alex, do you all even want to talk about the Mavs? No? You have it on the docket. Let's just, you know, it's kind of fun to crap on them. I don't know. Do you want to talk about them? Let me see. I haven't even looked at your talking points, to be honest. This is a great podcast. Let's, let's just do it right here real quick. Let's just get it over. I mean. All right. I'm down to talk about, like, the play-in. Okay, fine. We'll do that. Um, when we come back, Rosie's going to hop off. Alex and Austin are going to stick around. We're going to talk about the Mavs. The, the play-in tournament, just a little NBA action, and then we'll have a little announcement about that at the very end of the podcast. So that's all coming up right after this. All right, we're wrapping up the podcast here, talking about the Dallas Mavericks, talking about the play-in. Uh, I've got the Rangers here on the, screen, on the screen in front of me, and let's just say I'm way more excited as a Rangers fan than a Mavs fan right now. If you haven't read my Rangers article from last Friday, I do encourage you to do so. Um, I had a lot of fun writing it and it's, it's exciting to be a Rangers fan right now. So I think you'll, you'll kind of get that from that, from that article last week on the great sub stack, great sub stack content lately. I, it's, I it's feel been, like we've been, I feel like we've been like on it. point. Yeah. My Cowboys article and then Rosie's tight end rankings. And then, I mean, that was the sweet three days right there. That, and then your Rangers article to finish. Yeah. And then Some Trent's going to have stars playoff preview at the end of this week. I've never been <laughs> excited to read a stars article in my life. I didn't even Stars know the going all the going way on. Like I didn't even hey. know like they were in season. I'm like I'm, hey. I'm hyped to find out they're in the playoffs. That is rude. One of the best. I follow them hockey. once they get to the playoffs. I Trent knows rude. that. Rude. I'm sorry. They had I a great game on Saturday. Follow so so much sports. Like I have to. I some things have to get cut. I'm sorry. Till this podcast takes off and I can quit my day job. Um, <laughs> Got to do what you got to do, right? So the Mavs, their season's over. Um, the NBA is conducting an investigation yeah, because first apparently the Mavs are the tank. first team ever to tank. Did y'all know that? What? Even though we didn't control our own destiny? Huh? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. the Trailblazers two weeks ago, they were still in the playoff. Like they still had a shot for the play in. They just they shut, shut game down. down. Yeah. That's not mm-hmm. taking. No investigation yeah. there. He's Utah Jazz. A break. They were, they're only, even now, they're two games out of the play and they just missed it. I feel like Larry Markinen hasn't played in a week and a half. Like, yeah, he's back in Finland serving his military time. Yeah. (laughs) What is the length on that, by the way? uh, You have to serve two years before you're 30. Oh, so is he just going to do consecutive off seasons? Yeah. I think so. He's already done one. Yeah. Man. Um, But yeah, so they're investigating the Mavs, which, is dumb because they didn't, as Alex said, they didn't control their own destiny. Nope. The Mavs could have won their game against the Bulls and then won their game against the Spurs and they still would have missed the playoffs. 
because the Thunder won out. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how this is hard. Like, what is the NBA not grasping here? Why? Are, I don't get it. They just hate us. They hate us. They hate Cuban, which I get. I get what I don't they hate us. Cuban. I understand. <laughs> I understand that. I used to not get it. Now I get it. I hate him too. Yeah. So we'll see what comes of it. I I would say they're going to take away a second round pick, but the Mavs have literally traded all of their future second round picks. So <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. I my idea for a penalty is I make Cuban sell the team. You're going to take. You're going to take <laughs> Davis Bertans. They're not going to take. <laughs> What I will say is you shouldn't worry about them taking a first round pick for that. That would be pretty egregious. They've never done. You don't think they would like remove the protections off their pick. Have they ever done something like that before that? That would seem pretty extreme because we didn't the Knicks get in trouble for the same exact thing last year. And they took like the 50th pick in the draft. Yeah. Well, we were talking about in the group text, Austin, do you remember what we're just preparing ourselves for? to happen on the draft lottery as a punishment for the tanking. Do you remember? uh, Just it's the most Dallas thing that could possibly happen. Yep. And that's that the Mavs draw 11th because somebody moves up and they lose their pick. Yeah. Um, It's going to happen. That's going to be the punishment. I'm prepared. Adam Silver is going to rig the lottery and the Bulls are so going to jump up there. to the top four. I'm just already prepared for it. It sucks, man. It's Murphy's Law just applies to Dallas sports. So, yeah. yeah. At least the Rangers are winning right now. Four to one. Go Stars. Stars are what? Six to one. Yeah. That's go Stars. Um, go Stars. So the Mavs currently have the 10th best lottery odds, 76.3% of keeping the 10th pick, 13.9% chance of moving into the top four, and 3% chance of the number one overall pick. Oh, you have to do it. Oh, the Sim? You the have Tank-a-thon. to do the Sim. Tankathon. Tankathon Sim. All right. Should I do it 10 times since I have the 10th best odds? Yeah. 10 times? Sure. All right. The first the first one, they'd fall down to 11. Oh, God. This one actually has Utah and Oklahoma City moving up eight spots with Utah winning the lottery to get Wimbenyama. Um, Number two, they stay at 10. Three, move up to four. Whoa. And then select, you know, they'll select Jairus Walker Walker from Houston. Sorry, I would say Horace. It's Jairus. The J is Like, sign me the heck up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So that's four. Five, stay at 10. Six, they move up to two. Oh, Brandon Miller, maybe? Anyone? Uh, Scoot. Yeah. No, we don't need We don't Scoot. need another guard. I guess that's true. Shooter. We maybe they the trade shooter. that pick. Trade back to four. And get trade back Walker. to four and get Jairus Walker. There you go. Now we're cooking with Grease. So that was the that was a fifth sim, I think. No, that was the sixth one. Okay, so seventh, you say at ten. Eight. Wimby. That's fine. Wembenyama. Wembenyama. With eight? With the eighth Pick? sim, they move up to number one. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, the eighth sim, they move up to number one. The ninth sim, move down to 11. And, and the 10. tenth one, they stay at 10. Okay. Hey, I can live that with that sense. one. So. I'll be fine with 10. Just don't move down to 11, please. That would just be so cruel. Like, the jokes on Twitter. 
I'd have to like the Suns fans Amish be, for like the, a week. the only solace and moving down to eleven would be that it's over. When the Suns lose in the second round, that's going to be their finals. Is the Mavs moving down to eleven? <laughs> You're so right. <laughs> <laughs> we live rent free in their heads. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Let's say the Mavs end up keeping the tenth pick. Which would you like them to do? Draft the best player available at ten. Try to move up to maybe four and get Jarris Walker, or trade their pick for a veteran. Yeah, trade pick for the veteran. Really, I, it's, it's a defensive veteran, easily. Well, so you could go get Jakob for the uh, the tenth pick. Not, well, not for the tenth. I was like, go He's so. Agent. So that's why I'm saying I don't think you need to trade it for a vet. I think you can go get well, a. It depends vet what type agency. of vet. Uh, you, it depends what type of vet would become available for the tenth pick. Which I think you we should really don't know. Add in a deal for like Jalen Brown. Hmm. If yeah, if, with who else? Oh yeah, for Jalen Brown, yeah, it'd be so you like probably do Hardy, the tenth pick, your twenty twenty seven pick, Hardy and Josh Green. Oh. Free agencies after the draft, right? So you you don't think they'd ask for Hardy mm-hmm. just because it's like a like for like? Well, they would, they would, but you, they don't get Josh Green and Jaden Hardy. They'd have to get one. So maybe Andrew, I'm all send, in. Yeah, I'm all yeah. in on your scenario. For trade what? Up, trade up for Jarius. Go get Jakob and run it back. Resign Kyrie and run it with Luca, Kyrie, Jarius, Josh no, Green, and no, no, Jakob. We, we sign and trade with Portland and we get Dame. Sorry, Kyrie, but it's Dame. <laughs> it's Dame time. Right, I, Austin? I'd rather have Kyrie than Dame. Oh, what? I'd rather have Dame. <laughs> I'd Hold on, Dame. <laughs> Stop. I would. I I would. Uh, give me Dame. Give me your reasoning. Well, isn't Dame also older? Uh, Not by yeah, a lot. A couple years older. But Dame can go to the JFK Museum and walk out completely fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the worst we're gonna have to worry about Dame is like you might be a little active in the uh, political ranks but other yeah. than that he'll be fine I mean I'm not necessarily concerned with the off the court stuff like I just think Kyrie's a better basketball player uh, but not I mean, they're, they're, the, they're the same exact type of player honestly Dame was on a Dame's only a year older they shut him down oh yeah I think that Kyrie is better when it comes to like getting his own shot okay that's where we disagree you, you think Dame, that Dame gets his own shot from the logo Oh, He's yeah. made his whole career off getting his own shot. Yeah, but so as far as like ISO down low, like Kyrie is well, yeah, much better. Okay, is it yeah, shot d- at okay. the rim or is it shot behind the arc? Yeah. Because it's different answers. Oh, yeah. And three is more than two. Kyrie can still shoot the three, though. Not like Dame. Not like Dame, no. And he's not a great catch and shoot guy. Dame can catch and shoot. That's true. All right, let's see here. Uh, Mavs have the most important summer of the past decade ahead of them. What's your yeah. confidence percentage that they're actually going to nail it? Four to ten. Like Four to ten. Four no, to a percentage. Per- we need five, like like five percent. Forty-one percent. Got out Dirk. <laughs> yeah. I just don't That's have crazy. any faith in in off season. Like, right there. I like and trade all- deadline Cuban a lot more than I like off season Cuban. 
All my confidence is in Nico. None of it is in Cuban. I'm like, you know, here's second JFK reference. I'm like JFK. I don't like Cuban. Like, I don't like <laughs> trade deadline, off season. <laughs> I said it like it's better. It's a it's a crisis in Dallas, and Ayo. I'm 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 good. I'm done. So here's the thing. So the confidence that the Mavs as a whole nail the offseason in part means Luca needs to work out with Giannis all summer. So we can request a trade to the Bucks. I mean, no. So he can get in shape, put on muscle, and go be the MVP. I wouldn't mind if Luca just sort of chilled. I think he needs to chill. No, he needs to get. Then he comes no, no, back no, no, and no, then no, it no, takes no. him thirty-five games to get in shape. He needs to I get mentally want... right more than in shape. Honestly, I do. I, I see what Austin is saying. I want that Tim Cato article in August about Luca's in the best shape of his life. Here's the way he changed his diet regimen over the yeah. summer in Slovenia. I want to see. He's that, also got a whole basketball tournament in August. I want for, to be so. able to see with my own two eyes that he wants it and gives a darn. All right. Go look at rookie year Luca mm-hmm. and just how much slimmer he was. Mm-hmm. Every time I look at his rookie card, I'm just like, wow. What happened? Like there? Real Madrid, Luca. Oh, I've got, hold oh. on. I got his rookie card behind me, courtesy of Alex. Hold on. Woo. Like, you probably can't see it on the stream very well. No, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. He's skinny. Like, he looks so much skinnier. Oh, you got the ring. The only thing is, like, all his powers with his, his little chunkiness, you know? It's give and take. Yeah, but muscle weighs more than fat, dude. I mean, he has muscle. He's not. Well, mad. yeah. He's got, uh, you know. But up the cardio and the weights and start bulking. Just go hang out with Holger. I just you do something. I mean, you look at like LeBron as a thin boy was great. But like Miami LeBron, when you put on some pythons. Like could get wherever he wherever he wanted. Okay, so you just want him to get jacked. That's fair. I just want him to get jacked. I want him to show that he cares and that he's taking time to invest in his body where he can yeah, endure yeah, a full season. Well, it's going to help that he's going to have a long off season this time around because he doesn't have to play basketball again until uh, August twenty fifth is when the FIBA World Cup starts. Yeah, leading us in that. Mariners just tied it up. In the ninth inning. All right, moving on. <laughs> All right, NBA play-in <laughs> predictions. So we've got the two seven-eight matchups on Tuesday night. You've got Atlanta at Miami, and then Minnesota at the Lakers. These will be deciding the seven seed for the East and the West Conference. Um, Atlanta at Miami. I feel like it's Miami here, right? Like that's the play. Mm-hmm. I'm curious what the spread is on this game. Hold on, let me pull it up. But even before looking at the spread, Alex, it Miami is that is that who you're, who you're leaning with here? They're five point oh. favorite. Did y'all see the report? Do you guys on have like, the head to head records with Miami and Atlanta? Did y'all see the Trey Young trade rumors today? I did. They have the green light. the The front office has the green light. Sign and trade Trey Young for Kyrie. Who says no? Uh, huh? Let's see, Miami. <laughs> So head to head this year, 
Um, it's, it's just it's playoffs. Miami spoilers. has three and one in their four games. I like Spolstra against the, the Hawks. Okay. Oh yeah, it's Spolstra, a better coach versus yeah. Quinn Snyder. The okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like Quinn Snyder. And Miami's at home too, right? Yeah, Miami's the home team. Yeah, selfie. Line is Miami by five. Yeah, uh, and then Timberwolves without Rudy Gobert or, at the and, Lakers and Jaden Ivey, who would be guarding. And, no, Jaden McDaniels. And, sorry, Jaden McDaniels. The refs are going to be on the Lakers side. It's the Lakers. McDaniels would be guarding the best player on the floor. Let's just say that I think LeBron could like walk into the 10th row and stab a fan. And he would still continue to play in this game. The refs are not going to let the Lakers lose this game. I think the Lakers can upset the Grizzlies round one. I think you're right. Mm Mm-hmm. So I, I like the Lakers here. They're an eight-point favorite. It's clicking at the right time. Yeah, I guess I got to see how they look. They've won like 11 to 15 or something. I really haven't yeah. watched All the right. Lakers lately, so I'll get back to you on that. They're, they've been playing good defense. Um, then Wednesday, uh, so by the time you're listening to this, uh, those two matchups are going to be tonight, so Tuesday night. Wednesday night, you got yeah. Chicago at Toronto. For the nine ten matchup, and then in the nine ten in the West, you got Oklahoma City at New Orleans. Um, I actually kind of like both ten seeds over the nine seeds here. Ten like, seeds, give never me, won. Ten seeds give me never the Bulls, won. and then give me the Thunder. Um, they're both five point underdogs in both of these matchups, but mm. that's why I'm mm-hmm. leaning. No Zion, no Zion, and the Thunder. I mean, the Thunder, scrappy man, like. Yeah, you mean that that gigantic comeback they had on the Mavs earlier this year? Yeah. SGA, too. I mean, SGA's just played lights out all year. They do have the best player on the floor in that matchup as well. Yeah, I like the Thunder. Um, And then the Bulls. That's a hard one for me. I can't even believe the Raptors made it, honestly. That's... I was not paying attention. They were they were a much more competent team after they traded for Portal because they didn't have a center, and then he gave them like a competent Basically. big man. Is there a head oh, to head? It's crazy how that works. I know, right? Mavs takes. Can you imagine having a competent big man? I did not. Do we know the head to head on the Raptors and the Bulls? Um, and an o- OG Ananobi. Well, ESPN has Ananobi as doubtful and Van Vliet as doubtful, but I don't know if that's right. They'll play. So they played three times this uh, this year, and Toronto won two out of three. It's in Toronto. No, it's in. No, wait. Is it? Yeah, it's in Toronto. Hmm. Give me, give me Toronto. I know All Levine right. and DeRozan are tempting, but give me Toronto. So yeah, Toronto and the Thunder for you, Austin. Yeah, Austin. yeah. Give me Toronto and give me the Thunder, Alex. I'm gonna go Thunder and Bulls. Bulls just because we got Mister Playing himself, Pat Bev in there, offering that <laughs> defensive. And uh, but yeah, the Bulls and the Thunder. I just like the Thunder. They're young. They're hungry. I think they're. Their whole rosters like under the age of twenty four almost. They might just barely be above that twenty four age mark for like average age. And they have all the picks in the world, and Ch- mm-hmm. Chet hasn't even played yet. Like phew. Thunder, is uh, bright in Oklahoma nice some City, Thunder man. stock right now, folks. 
it's yeah. going to be a problem, especially with the way the Mavs are looking. Mm-hmm. All right. Fun. So then, so let's see for the eight seed you, in our scenario, you would have for the West Atlanta versus either Chicago or Toronto. Do you have, let me say this. Do you have either nine or 10, the winner of that game beating Atlanta or is Atlanta going to be the eight seed? Say it again. Uh, so like you have Chicago winning over Toronto, Alex. Do you have Chicago then beating Atlanta or do you have Atlanta winning? I'll probably lean Atlanta, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Bulls pulled it out. Yeah, I mean, Atlanta does have experience. It's just they're so inconsistent. You don't know who's going to sh- mm-hmm. what type of Atlanta team's showing up that night. You don't know if Trey Young is going to have twelve assists. Or they're literally forty-one and times. forty-one, so you you never know. Great well, and they haven't been more than a game over or under five hundred in like three months. Yeah, the like they're forty-one and forty-one, mm-hmm. and they would be like thirty-eight and thirty-eight, and then they'd win a game and be thirty-nine and thirty-eight, and then they lose a game. And then they'd lose a game and then win a game. Like they've they've stayed right at five hundred all season, which is just insane. Almost impressive. So if they're losing the seven eight, then that means they're gonna win the 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 eight seed game. So yeah, give me Atlanta. Mm, yep. Give Law me. of averages. Um in the West. Let's see, Minnesota versus the Thunder. Give me the Thunder. Give but me the they're thunder, gonna come baby. in from ten. Yeah, the Depleted. Minnesota's depleted locker room issues. They probably don't want to be there that much. I mean, they won't probably want to be there, but I don't know. Yeah. All right. Um, that's it. That's our playing predictions. By the time we come back next week, we'll have started the first round of the playoffs, which is very exciting. And I'll also say that um, coming, th- let's say Thursday morning, you're actually going to have a bonus episode to make in the call. I'm going to sit down. What? With oh our good goodness. friend Matt Axelson, our Light Token Kings fan. Light the beam, baby. He was on this podcast back in November. I asked him, give me your final record prediction for the Kings. And he said 48 and 34, and you can take that to the bank. Well, guess what? The Kings finished up the year 48 and 34 on the dot. So he clearly knows what he's talking about with the Kings. We're going to have him on to preview their first round matchup against the Golden State Warriors and also talk some other NBA playoff matchups. And then I'm sure we'll hit the playoffs really heavily next week uh, on next Monday's podcast. So that's what we got in store here, making the call this Friday. I'll say it again. Ro- or Trent has his Dallas Stars playoff preview article coming out on the Substack. So make sure, make sure you subscribe to that. Make sure you go try Liquid IV today. You can use promo code MTC for 20% off every single order at liquidiv.com. They've got 12 delicious flavors. We love it. Trent just ordered some today. He's got a hockey tournament this weekend. He puts liquid IV in all of his water bottles for his hockey tournament. So veins. It's it's awesome. Uh, We're we're very happy to be partnering with them. So you can use code MTC for 20% off at checkout at liquidiv.com. Also make sure you go try Firegrounds Coffee. Use promo code MTC10 for 10% off there. We love that coffee. We love Firegrounds. It's delicious coffee. We're just, we're all about the beverages here. That's what, that's what I'm learning. We've got Good coffee. We've got good hydration. Benjamins. If you're thirsty, you come to making the call. We'll we'll hook you up. Um, so yeah, I hope everyone has a fantastic week. Oh, the dad joke. Ooh, 
I almost got us out of here without the dad joke. I'm I'm really sorry about that. You would um, that would have been a historic moment. I know. Uh, what did baby corn say to mama corn? What? Where's popcorn? <laughs> That's a good one. That's nice. Good job. All right. We'll, we'll end it there. I hope everyone has a fantastic week and we'll see you next time.